other thing. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Treason and sedition, not cool. I know that's a hot take. It's hot take. What makes you say that? Nothing. I mean, just... Does anything happen? Blanket statement? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with it. I do agree with it. I just wondered if anything incited so, that. So now two out of three of us think treason and sedition are not cool. Hearing a lot of silence from one side of the table. Oh, my mic wasn't on. My bad. It was. Uh, it was on. Whoops. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, you don't want to do bad. You don't want to do that. That's for sure. You know what? A, you know what I think is equally annoying. That's just as bad. I think when someone whistles a tune and it gets stuck <laughs> in your head, and you're left just whistling the Ghostbusters theme song, just for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Like what happened right before we hit record. Yeah. So my whistling the Ghostbusters theme song. Is on equal footing to treason and sedition. I think it's treason for my mind. I, yeah, it is. You so, know, you're not wrong. I'm holding your mind captive without yes. without trial. You're an insurrectionist of the Ghostbusters theme song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this is in another thing. This is a podcast where we talk solely podcasts uh, or politics. It's a podcast where we talk podcasts. Really good. I'm glad this is how we're doing this. It's a podcast where we talk about other podcasts. <laughs> well, we used to do that about... Our hosts and overlords. That's true. Last podcast on the left. But this is actually a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. And I'm Brian. I am Brendan. I hate sedition and treason. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you went out there because I am Vargas and yeah. I am a shaman, but not the QAnon <laughs> shaman. He's a shaman now. Yeah, of course. They, they no, the guy who was arrested for treason and sedition. He was a QAnon shaman. The, the buffalo. Helmet oh, guy, not Q though. No, they're no. calling they're calling the Buffalo guy the QAnon shaman. No, the That's guy his who nickname. Q, who started Christ. QAnon, he's a rich guy who's just fucking like <laughs> they'll believe this shit. But isn't but weren't didn't they also say a lot of people were mad because it was just the first guy to say I'm Q out of a lot of people that were just like, has he's anyone, not Q. Has anyone said, I'm Q? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's where they really get all their stuff from, like 8chan. Like, but quote unquote, well, but, he's Q. Yeah. <clears throat> it could be anybody. It could okay. not be this guy. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, it's a guy who, who yeah. goes under an username, which I don't know yeah. exactly what it is, but he is Q. Yeah. And everything they get is from Q. Right. So, but nobody's been like, me, Andy Vargas, I'm Q. Yes, some, not, someone uh, did. Oh. Someone did do that, but yeah. everyone who follows QAnon yeah. was like, that's not him, he's just making it up. And he was just, and a lot of people would yeah. just think he <laughs> like, was the first, he just wanted credit for everything. I don't know why people want credit for that. But I think they have gone back through the message boards and blah, blah, and found that it is, I think, the guy who said he was Q. Yeah. They have found that he, in, he indeed is Q. So Great. So we know who Q is. Some no- nonsense guy. In his He's a character on Some... Deep Space Nine, and that is the only time we will ever talk about Q again. I promise. <laughs> Except when I cut out the audio where I said, I, Andy Vargas, would Q. That's right. I just put that on the front. Of I got to cut it out twice, right on the timestamp. Yeah. Great. Good. <laughs> What's new, Q? <laughs> What's Q with me? Yeah. Oh, God. What do you want to talk about today? <laughs> I want to talk about Resident Alien, because... Sam got me that uh, the the first volume of that comic book for Christmas many moons ago, oh. and they're turning it into a sci-fi series. Interesting, starring Alan Tudyk. I have ne- you mentioned it before we started. I have never I have not heard of this yet. What is it? What is it about? So the the elevator pitch is it's it's an alien who crash landed on Earth, mm-hmm. and he took over this small town doctor's life. Mm-hmm. He. He kills the doctor. Spoiler alert. But, you know. Uh, and he, like, morphs into him 
um, but but then the the doctor is called upon by the town oh. to solve a, a murder. So the alien has to like figure out how to be a person and relate to humans, right, right. Um, but also he's trying to like rebuild his ship to get back to his home planet. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And they've released a couple of trailers, and then the first like ten minutes of the actual show, I think, is on YouTube. Um, as as a teaser, and it looks great. I'm <laughs> stoked for this show. Uh, have either of you guys watched anything of it or heard anything about it? Yes, not. it looks great. I love Alan Two Dicks. Um, <laughs> not just he's one. just got one dick. Not just one. Oh, how I, could you possibly <laughs> know that? How could you possibly know that? You're right, I couldn't. What is your favorite Alan Tudyk uh, vehicle? Is it Firefly or Serenity? I mean, it's it's hard to get over those because they're so great. Um, I don't think Wash got a chance to really like shine, right? Because it's only what thirteen episodes in a movie. Um, I'll say he was fucking awesome in Doom Patrol as Mister Negative, Mister no- Nobody, Mister Nobody, Nobody. Thank you. Super good, super good. Um, but he's he's kind of like an Andy Circus type, where he he brings exactly the character that that character needs to be. Like right. he's so good at being the person that he needs to be in the role that he's in. So he's a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I think Tucker and Dale versus Evil, dude. <laughs> another my great one. That's a, that's a great my one. Favorite Alan Tudyk. Uh, I've been trying to get that damn sequel off the ground forever, and it just won't do it. I would watch. I, I'll if they started to go fund me. That's something I would put money <laughs> yeah. towards because watching that would be. I mean, if you haven't watched it, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is a horror romedy, uh, and it's a take on a slasher. Say that, say that again. Horror romedy. Uh huh. <laughs> and it is a take on a classic slasher film, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember Dale's name, the actor's name, but he's the guy from mm-hmm. uh, Dead to Me. Yeah, or Deadbeat. What's the show? I think it's Dead to Me. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The yeah. guy canceled a while ago, but yeah. uh, it, I, I think I believe it is still on Netflix. So if it's something you want to watch uh, and you want to laugh, give yeah. it a show. What's your favorite? Alan Tudyk. It's probably Tucker and Dale. I mean, uh, I like his. He has a stint on Arrested Development as the pastor Veal for yes, for, he does for Anne's Anne, dad. Anne, yeah, and uh, that little stint. He's only in like a few episodes, but it's freaking hysterical. Yeah. So that is really funny. Um, yeah, I mean, and then of course Firefly and everything like that. That's probably one of the best. But Pastor Veal, that's he's he's hysterical. And that. his voice voicing in the Rogue he's in, One. He's in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he voices a lot of stuff. Yeah. The robot. He was the robot, right? What's the robot's yeah. name? K one. K two S O. K two S O. Katuso. Katuso. Sheriff, we have had a doozy <laughs> of a day. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what was it called again? Alien. Resident Alien. Resident Alien. Um, Looks it, like a lot of fun. Yeah, it premieres this year on Sci Fi, uh, and like a lot of great Sci Fi shows, because it's right. on Sci Fi Channel. It'll probably only last three seasons because nobody likes no anything. One, no one watches. <laughs> no one, no one watches, watches that shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. can you stream? Is it? Are they partnered with anyone? To stream it somewhere? Probably. Like Hulu or something? Probably. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks, guys. I ask good questions. I wish I got good answers. I, I, I'm i sorry. I don't know. Do you want me to lie to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're on Hulu. Oh, they, they're on great. Ne- I think they're on Netflix, too. Yeah. Good, good. I'll either. I have both of those. If so. you check Shudder, it's probably on there, too. Ah, yeah. I don't have Shudder. Oh, you don't have Well, uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, perfect. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what a delightful episode. And now, 
a word from our sponsors. Here at Debates on Tap, we love two things more than our families and our significant others. And that's coming from the one single member of the group, so you can trust it. We love local businesses and caffeine. And we are happy to partner with Grind Coffee Company. Grind Coffee has gotten me out of bed in the morning with the sweet, sweet aroma of the Brazilian marcador. I marched right into the coffee maker. Or the dark tones of the Sumatra Gallo. If you want coffee to match your heart, black as night. All of Grind Coffee Company's beans are roasted here in KC Mo, and all their beans are ethically sourced, which means no kids or bean harvesting, and no old people either, unless they want to ethically. Go to grindcoffeecompany.com and use promo code DEBATESONTAP15 to save 15% on your entire order. They have other merch like clothes and mugs in case you don't need caffeine to stay out of jail like I do. Again, that's grindcoffeecompany.com, promo code DEBATESONTAP15. Drink me! Thanks, guys. Thanks for those answers. No problem, man. Any other, any other streaming things we want to say? I don't know. Oh. YouTube. Chilling Adventures <laughs> of Sabrina is still great. <laughs> there. I'll say it. Oh, that's, that's good. Resident Alien. That's awesome. And you said you had the comic book? Yeah. The, f- the first comic's great. Super nice. great. Uh, and it looks like the show's going to uh, follow the story of the comic pretty closely. Very good. Nice. Uh, I want to talk about very quickly... COVID vaccines and how great, you know, the science behind it, everything like that. I want to talk about mainly how the fluoride, how they get the fluoride into the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It makes your cells gay. How many microchips though? Uh, in so each one. They, they really, the whole thing is nothing but microchips. So, Oh, millions of microchips. Yes. The Check. whole thing. Tiny little microchips go all over your body. They microchip your cells and then they track you. So that's how it goes. Uh, no, uh, because <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff uh, with how this vaccine specifically it is one of the first vaccines specifically that has been approved as an mRNA vaccine. Um, and then it's obviously in two doses. It's highly recommended you get it because it is perfectly safe for you to get, even though there are a couple of like things I'll talk about here in a second that may not be appropriate for you. And of course, mRNA stands for... Which we're going to talk about. Mike get, and Ike's ready. Now in ass. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, uh, mRNA stands for... Have the for, joke ready if you're going to interrupt him with a joke. No, 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 no. you got to make it up on the fly. That's right. Improv, improv. Yes, and. Uh, mRNA, of course, as we all know, stands for messenger RNA. Um, in every cell of your but, body... But what do the NA stand for? Uh, it's like a ribonucleus, nucleic acid or something like that. You're right. It, that is what it is. Uh, so yeah, so mRNA is used by your DNA. In every one of your cells, you have DNA. DNA holds every genetic thing about you, uh, whether that is how your cells respond to things, you know, um, how your muscles grow, the body type you have. You know, Later on in life, it's, it even maps out how your body responds to cholesterol, which, you know... Pff, we, our body wants to hang on cholesterol, duh. It loves it. It loves it. Uh, especially some people, their DNA really loves cholesterol. I don't so know why you're pointing at it. I don't know why I'm pointing at you either. Oh. Um, but, but no, D, so DNA is in every piece of your cell, uh, cell nucleus specifically. mRNA is used by your DNA to basically transcribe specific things that the cell needs to do. So if you are a white cell, for example, you are a fighter cell, you're an antibody producing cell. Uh, to break it down very simply, your DNA transcribes uh, a, just a very simple chain of commands, basically, that goes to a, a part of your cell that just then tells the cell what to do. So basically what this vaccine does is it just foregoes that whole thing, injects mRNA vaccine into you, and it just tells your cells what to do. Hey, produce these type of antibodies specifically, 
and you should definitely do that. Um, it comes in two rounds. Um, the first round, you are basically only 50% vaccinated or like resistant to the uh, COVID-19 virus. Which is still a plus. Which is still, still good. good. But after the second uh, round of shots, which you should take within 30 days, or I think right at the third day mark, otherwise it's shot. Like it's, you might, you should start the whole process over again, basically. And, and real quick, this is not new. I know some people um, right. kind of on the right side of the fence, I'll say. <laughs> there are many things on the right are, side. Uh, uh, they, but not the correct side of the not fence. Not the correct side. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. The direction right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're saying, you know, things like, why do you need two? They're just blah, right. blah, blah. But, um, for example, the, um, uh, oh, what is the, what's the wart, genital warts? The HPV. HPV vaccine, yep. is like a six month span right. vaccine. And so, even like, you think of booster shots, you get like, yes. kids get booster shots like every few months, even years along and stuff like that. It's the same kind of idea. And then they're even recommending, we don't know really the long term, like we might have to get more vaccines, kind of like we do with the flu. Because there's so many strains. There's so many strains. And basically, the flu vaccine you get uh, is different types of... It's not mRNA. COVID vaccine is one of the first mRNA vaccines we have. Even though we've been using mRNA in medical trials, in medicine some people use, um, since like the 80s, basically. Um, but yeah, so the flu vaccine essentially is... Uh, it's, it's, every year, scientists gather, and they use a statistical uh, analysis of what flu flu variant is probably going to be the highest that year and that's the flu vaccine you get so it's always important to get the flu vaccine not only for protecting yourself and others but also you don't want the bad version of the flu and, and they're guessing and, you can say it plainly they're, 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 they're guessing. guessing it is it is statistics it's still sure, doctors guessing was, yeah. better than podcasters I was, guessing. i was gonna say i'll take a doctor's guess over my guess <laughs> yes any yes. day <laughs> so but but the reason why i bring this all up is one i think uh it is a very safe vaccine to get your it's designed to be totally safe or anything like that um, for two reasons. One, because mRNA is amazing. We're hoping one day that mRNA can be used to treat cancer in that we don't have to give you uh, chemo, which is basically burning radiation through every vein and cell of your body. Mm. Um, mRNA cancer treatments could be directed straight at the cancer tumor causing parts of the cell to just stop. Basically. Uh, I want the the heavy metal yeah, here that, that burns my insides out. <laughs> yes. And two, because Brian guy was talking to me the other day about, um, distribution and production of the vaccine and things like that. And there's some just very quick numbers I want to break down regarding the COVID vaccine. So um, as of right now, using the COVID tracker, which is through Bloomberg and the CDC, um, through 49 countries, we've given out 37.9 million doses of the COVID vaccine. Um, 37 million. 37 million. Vaccines. Almost 38. In the U.S., we're close to 13 million, Right. Um, it's roughly averaging out to 2.41 million doses a day on average through the you know the the world essentially right. Um, what bothers me about this whole thing is one is, is again a couple different things, but the administration who uh, coined the term Operation Warp Speed and has like pushed forward these trials and things like that, we are not putting out the vaccine in a way that is appropriate to vaccinate people in, in the correct time frame right. If we're talking about herd immunity, we want at least 80% of the population to be immune, uh, like Im Im immunized against this, this vaccine, right? Going at the rate of 2.41 million doses a day in the span of a year, we would hit roughly 936 million doses. 
Is that good or bad? That's bad. Oh, because <laughs> seven billion there's people. Seven billion people in the world. Oh, and if I, we vaccinate eighty percent of those people, I thought we were just talking like, about the U.S. No, this is why I wasn't trying to be. No, no, no you're an okay. asshole. You're okay. <laughs> you don't have to try. I, <laughs> it just happens. I understand. So in the so yeah so in order to be eighty uh, percent immunized against COVID vaccine COVID nineteen vaccine, you would have to vaccinate somewhere close to like five point five billion people to get herd immunity, right? Yeah. So if we're going at the rate of 936 million doses a year. We can take our masks off in 2027. It's going to take a long time. But that's not to say. But what about my movies? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the movies. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Right. And if you're not familiar with herd immunity, herd immunity is a very simple concept of if 80% or more, if the majority of people are vaccinated against the thing, they cannot be sickened or infected with this virus. If someone like Vargas, were to meet up with us and he wasn't vaccinated and he was carrying the disease or was sick from it, we would not get infected and it would stop transmission at Vargas, right? And it was, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. by the way, all this information is being given to you by a doctor. So it's (laughs) not just a guy on a podcast. It's a doctor on a podcast. And that's a bit more professional, we'll call it. You are professional. You get paid (laughs) to, to do this kind of shit. But it was erroneously stated that her immunity by the uh, a certain administration that will no longer be in power come right. Wednesday, that the herd immunity is just, just everybody just go out, mingle, catch it. And then we're yeah. fine. Yeah. It's like chicken pox. And that is still that herd immunity that the, the one that was portrayed that way right. is still being referenced today right. by anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. Yes. Which whenever the mortality rate is as high as it is, with COVID-19, that's bad. <laughs> and then also uh, overloading the hospitals is also a bad thing. Because that's the thing is even though the mortality rate, it's still high. It's not the highest we've ever seen with like different things and stuff like that. It's closer to like 1%, you could say, which is still not great. But the infection rate with how quickly it can infect people and how it can, um, it's something close to like 70 to 80% of the people who get it will have to require hospital extreme measures if you factor in, basically, I think something in the U.S., there, there are something like only a little, like almost 2,000 ICU beds in the U.S. If, I'm a, so, like, you think of that, right? That's so few. Isn't that crazy? Not so, a lot of people, yeah. 2,000. So, so few. That's what, we're, that's what we're worried about with these surges and things like that. And that's why you hear we don't want to overload the hospital system because we don't have that many ICU beds in the U.S., in the world, really. Because ICU level care is a very high level of care. And if we're requiring 80% of the people who come in with COVID-19 will need ICU level care, that's bad. Can I real quick <laughs> just just break it down even further, if you don't mind? Yeah. Doc? Go ahead. Go ahead. If now, you take, this, this is an uninformed person. No, don't speak. say uninformed because this is simple calculator stuff. Oh, Anybody okay. can do this. Okay, this is math. If you cut out Alaska and Hawaii and you just go to the Continental 48, that is... 41.6 beds per state. ICU beds per state. Dibs. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, there's less than that technically because yeah, yeah. Alaska there, yeah. and Hawaii and are not some, factored in. And there are that. some like that have smaller places like the, Alaska probably only has, if I were to guess, like one big hospital that maybe has eight beds. You know what I mean? Like That's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah. you have to Somewhere look at stuff like that. I, right. Of course, I, again, that was an average based on the number divided yeah. by 48. <laughs> but I'm just saying everyone thinks that, oh, just send them to ICU like there's 10,000 per state. Right. It's, it's not like, the case. No, that's not the case. So, so yeah, so basically if you have the opportunity to get that COVID vaccine, jump on it. What sucks is the logistics of this whole thing. Like whenever we first started manufacturing the vaccine, 
that was going to be the big mountain to climb was manufacturing. And so it's great now, right now that we have roughly 13 to 14 million doses out in the wild, but I think specifically in the U S but what's bad is that like after that first initial throwing out 13 million doses, it's like, when's the next time we're going to get 13 right. million more? Right, right. Cause Johnson and Johnson, if you guys haven't kept up with it has recently had to halt their trials and halt their production uh, because of a couple things. So Johnson Johnson can't put their vaccines out until a little bit later. Great. It's the goddamn switch all over again. Yeah. You get the so, first wave and all the rich people get it. Right. Now, so, us common folk, we're left in the cold. So yeah, so that's the thing is that we have to pump up production, things like that. Hopefully, uh, with this new administration that is going to put a, dump a lot of money into this production will help a lot. Um, and that will help quite a bit. Uh, and then also, we need to vaccinate people 24 hours a day. Like, uh, uh, for us to like, that was a big thing in California and Florida is that they were having elderly people line up for a first come first serve thing, but they were only doing vaccines from like eight to four Monday through Friday. So it was like, if you missed your turn, you missed, you know, three days of vaccinations or something like that. So and that doesn't make any, uh, it doesn't make a lick of sense as some of the old people would say, because why are the, the virus doesn't stop at four o'clock. Right. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's news. The virus right. doesn't have business hours. It does not. It does it's not a bank. Unfortunately, if it was, I think right. we could have beat it by now. Right. Well, shit. Cause I was planning on going to the bar <laughs> at four Oh one. Yeah, I know you are. You've been doing it all summer long. Yeah. yeah. That's, co- that's COVID's happy hour. Yeah. I get my cough special and my <laughs> lack of smelling delight. So, yeah. That's just where they poured NyQuil into your beard. Yep. <laughs> you got it. So that's COVID vaccinations in a nutshell. Well, that's informative and terrifying. Yeah, man. Uh, that's why I was, Brian, we were talking the other day and I was like, I'm, the logistics worry me a lot. Not enough. That's why, again, you know, New Year, same <laughs> shit. So it's not nothing to happen, really. We're still going to have to wait. I would say, Brendan, I don't like getting depressing on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I know the what? answer. I, Did you just say? I don't like to. I said, I don't like. Right. You just have to do it every episode. (laughs) So if you were to guess when for the 80%, sure, the herd immunity to take place, when can life go back to quote unquote normal? Uh, I will reference a uh, CDC. uh, It's basically CDC, a couple other uh, great publications that I'll talk about. I can't remember scientific ones um, who have calculated the exact question you're looking for. And at the rate we're going, and if production can hopefully, you know, we'll see up and downs of production, probably likely fall 2021. 22. Fall 2022. 2022. Yeah. More importantly. Likely. So so we're not going to be able to go to bars until 2022? It, it could be. Also, what worries people is that there's new variations popping up of COVID. Stop. Yeah, but that there's flu stop. shit. So it's, yeah, I don't so, know, man. So, more, so it's the whole thing. More importantly. Yeah. When will production of Marvel movies get back on track? Because, yes, I have WandaVision. Yes, Black Widow's coming right. out. I need it we need more. more. We need more. That is my vaccine. Right. That is what I need to direct, injected into my veins, right. is new comic book movie content. <laughs> That's not going to save the rest of us. Well, I don't... <laughs> I don't care. I already called dibs on my my ICU bed, so right. you guys... It's true. It. I'm glad it's on record, too, so whenever this comes out, <laughs> you, it, we will have a record of Vargas calling dibs, yeah. and that cannot be... That's yeah. you guys, wa- lawful. I'll share with you, but it'll have to wait till I'm done <laughs> with my shit. 
Can you guys let me get a little optimistic for just the five, ten minutes that I'll talk about this? And don't don't give me any of your bullshit about the evils that it will cause. <laughs> I mean, we opened Brendan's thing with microchips and and uh, Mark of the Beast stuff. I know, so. but I'm but that's what I'm asking for: only positivity oh. and only optimism. I do not want to look at the dark side of this because there is a large, large. I would say a majority dark side of this okay. proposed. Then yeah, we'll close your bit with the dark stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> Drones could help create a quantum internet. Oh, is this like the Facebook thing where they want to launch them into? The... What did I just say? No, I'm, I'm. If you reference Facebook, no, it's incorrect. <laughs> okay, okay. The article comes from sciencenews.org. It's an organization. It's not science the, uh, news. Science news. dot org. dot org. Uh, scientists have now used drones to transmit photons that share the quantum linkage called entanglement. Now, I believe we have talked about quantum entanglement on previous episodes, and on those episodes, my nose bled. Yes. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to, to truly understand, and that's why only quantum scientists understand it. Yeah, and Scott Baio. Well, he understands everything. He is God. Well, he was on Quantum Leap. That's I where I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is God. You can only Quantum Leap if you are God. Now, the photons were sent to two locations a kilometer apart. Pretty impressive. When you, when you really stop to think about what quantum entanglement is and you're yeah. sending photons a kilometer apart. So they send them a kilometer apart. Researchers from Nanjing University in China report that a study, in a study to appear uh, in the physical review letters, which is a scientific journal. So it is. So what this would do, a quantum internet, that is. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the of the best case scenario, again, I'm looking for positivity. I'm not looking for your your darkest days dystopia. Look, man, you were talking about teleportation, and I jumped right past the obvious, <laughs> the fly joke. So just get on with it. Okay. So best case scenario would allow quantum computers to work together across the globe. So it would further experiments uh, that test limits of quantum mechanics and other things. So getting quantum computers to work in tangent... Kind of like uh, we talked about, I think, two episodes or last episode about scientists working concurrently in America and Australia yeah. so they could work 24 hours. Kind of the same shit. So you can get these quantum computers sharing information. So instead of having, mm -hmm. like, you don't have your, your fiber internet, you just teleport the data Basically. from one computer. That's insane. That's, that's, the, that's the idea around it. Yeah, yeah. Well, buddy. Uh, there are already quantum networks, of course, created by fiber optic fibers. Yeah. Fibers, like you were saying. But those, again, are localized. You can't share... The, the data in real time like you could uh, this way. So so uh, the test, one drone created the pairs of entangled photons and sent one of those to a station on the ground. Okay, so imagine sending one piece of data to a base on the ground. Yeah. They sent that, the same data but a second set of it to another drone uh -huh. a kilometer away. Mm -hmm. That drone then sent that particle down to a second base uh -huh. that was for right kilometer away, yeah. but further away. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so the second drone sent that, uh, particle to a separate station on the ground, like I said. So when you get enough of these drones to the right, so the idea is to create basically a global web of these drones uh -huh. and hopefully to actually transport it further than a kilometer. Yeah. If that makes sense, sure, because sure. obviously it would not be conducive to cost or planes to have, right drones every square kilometer around the entire globe but the idea Even is though that would make it look super cyberpunk and super cool yes <laughs> that would be that would be very very cool but 
It also supplies the greater uh, global community that have access to internet mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. quote unquote quantum internet. Mm-hmm. So imagine the 5G towers times a billion. Well, so think about gonna, all the COVID that yeah, that would give you. You, you, got, you beat me to it. I thought we weren't supposed to make jokes about this. I, I asked you guys not to. I'll, oh. I'll do the dystopia oh, you're, bits. You're the joke man. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Imagine, guys, how fast our porn is going to download. <laughs> when we... <laughs> what else are we using the internet for? It's, <laughs> we've been in lockdown forever. So, <laughs> to go on a tangent, a really fascinating... A uh, documentary dive, if you go on YouTube, mm-hmm. is how <laughs> the next like media format is always determined by porn. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what HD DVD, HD yeah. DVD, and Blu-ray. Like, you know. and that's why everybody even VHS and Beta right. was determined by. Well, and that's why virtual reality. People are like Sony yeah. is putting so much money into it. Yeah. Now, so it, it, I'll say it likely works better for porn than it does for playing video games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So when Pornhub presents the quantum internet, <laughs> yes, we all know who to thank. Oh boy! So yeah, drones. Uh, I, again, there's a lot of privacy issues. There's a lot of right. If you see a drone flying above your house, there's been many cases of people shooting it down. And technically, in some states, they are in the right. They can do that because no. the property extends vertically for so many, no. however many meters. No, no, no. How do you know you're living in the future unless there's drones flying everywhere? Well, it's supposed to be cars. No, it's drones. No, I don't. That's fine. Brian, be realistic. (laughs) We're never going to have flying cars. Well, then we're here. We are in the future because drones are are taking pictures of of houses for sale and flying around. But I've never seen a drone just flying past me. I saw it one time in Springfield. It was downtown and it was like lifting off. Yeah, but that was some dumb college kid filming a stupid project. That you are 100% correct. It was definitely a film student at MSU doing their bullshit. I want to see a drone that says Amazon on the side delivering me contact lenses or some other I dumb think you bullshit. can go to the UK and get that. Yeah, I want that here now. I want to live in the future in Missouri, not but in England. I have really good news for you. Huh? By the time you listen to this again, it will be the future. Finally. <laughs> Thank welcome, you. Welcome to it, Vargas. You Thank are in you. the future. I will take my mantis blades now, please. If only. I wish they could just beam a book right in my head. That'd be great. Uh, not, like a, not like a physical book right in my brain. The information of the, the information. Well, of the book. maybe the, the, the internet quantum drones, entanglement. They can blast it right into your brain. That's right. It is a lot. I would to become the book. I told you guys. That's how, my, that's how quantum entanglement works. Right? I told you guys my eyes been twitching a lot. Yeah, it hasn't stopped. Uh huh. Still hasn't stopped. Uh-huh. My left eye now hurts. It is not twitching. It just straight up hurts to close <laughs> and to like. Just is it, is it sore? From all the twitching? I, no, it's it, my left eye. My right eye is twitchy. Is it oh. bulging out? Do you need some of that sweet, sweet marijuana? What? Isn't that, uh, what is it? For glaucoma? Glaucoma. I was going to say gangrene, but I knew that was wrong. Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> I don't think marijuana would fix it. I don't want my <laughs> eyes to be gangrene, gangrenous. What is it? Gang, gangrenous. You nailed it, buddy. Yeah, did I? Yep. <laughs> so I was thinking glaucoma. Basically a rotting infection. Yeah, we don't want that. It hurts, and it's it bad. won't stop. Maybe the pot would probably help the pain. Yeah. Maybe. That gives me too much anxiety. Maybe the Amazon drone can deliver your pot. How talk about the future. Then you don't have to be at that awkward place with your drug dealer of 
do I invite him in? Well, do the, I? You have to invite the drone in to smoke the pot. No, no, no. You can't fly drunk uh, or high. Well, I guess you have to be high to fly. It's <laughs> an altitude joke. We've got a lot of jokes. It's jokes on jokes here We're at Debates on Tap. full of jokes. We're full of something. Now, tell us your favorite jokes at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Debates on Tap. Find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. Um, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow receiving pizza. He brought it up. <laughs> We're supposed, I ordered pizza for the wrong day, everybody. You Isn't that funny? In the future. Yeah. See, in the future, you I, will have pizza. I ordered pizza for the future. It will not be delivered by drone. Mm. It will be delivered by Dave. <laughs> it's a very interesting guess, and I hope that it's true. Uh, subscribe to us. Let us know what you think. Review us. We need your validation. I don't get it from my friends. Uh, and friends, I think, I, I struggled using that term. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know. I validate your feelings about me. Oh. Ooh. Sign us off before I punch him. Bye? He does the sign off. Oh. Oh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.